Welcome to this week's edition. Oh, it's Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. My name is Tim. I'm the T and the T E C K. Welcome to the show. You struggled with that a little bit. <laughs> I did. I was. I, I, my mind was, was kind of, I did for a second. I lost myself. I was lost in the sauce, bro. Don't, yeah. don't say that on the <laughs> Lost. Lost in the sauce. We right. need to just need to junk this whole intro. But uh, <laughs> I am Eric J., uh, the designated driver, and I will do a much better job of driving soberly <laughs> this week because <laughs> we're not having a repeat of last week. I am Camille. I am the point guard of the crew. I am the girl next door, and I'm actually the real-life incarnation of Tifa Lockhart. How about that? Did you say the girl next door? Girl next door. Okay. Am I not? I thought you were the lady of the right. The lady <laughs> no, of the night. I didn't. I I'm don't not know. doing that no more. Well, la- well lady of the night normally. Are I was gonna say that was that means you're prostitutes. That was it. Those streetwalkers. <laughs> yeah, I, like, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Like, I don't know, I, maybe I had the wrong. So, so you just had me out here. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. I thought it had a different meaning. I thought it was like an inside joke or something. No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am the K. I'm K. Harris, the gentleman, a.k.a. K. Diddy, out here. The best there was, the best there is, <laughs> and the best there ever will be. Well, now that we have that out the way, how was everybody's week? It was um, it was a regular week, if that ma- It doesn't make sense, but so when I say regular week, it means there was absolutely nothing eventful that happened during my week. It was just the regular, most plain week. Outside of last week Saturday, we had like a tournament for kickball and stuff like that. We got smacked, but anyways, that was it was the most eventful thing that I had since last week Saturday. So that is the longest way of saying <laughs> nothing. 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 <laughs> That's why I say it's a play, but I have to give a backstory. I have to give a backstory. Okay. okay. All right. I mean, yeah, I celebrated my second wedding anniversary. Congratulations! So congrats. congrats. Shout congrats. out to the Mister. We went out to uh, La Morinda, which is a tapas bar. It fancy. Was, fancy. It was very nice. Um, we had goat quesadillas because that's what he wanted. Gold. Goat. goat. Oh, I just said gold. I'm like, y'all got money. No. <laughs> <laughs> if my employer is listening, pay me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, smoked duck, tostitas, okay. and I picked the normal stuff like. Halibut and chicken, so whatever. Because that's normal. <laughs> it exactly. is. It's a good fish. <laughs> but that was my week. I mean, it was pretty low key outside of that. I mean, I got it flat, so that sucked. But Ooh, I had a nail on my tire. Yeah. Did you sucks. take it out? Why would I do that? <laughs> I'm just wondering. It's a question. This is one accusing. I was just asking. That's like if somebody is getting stabbed and you don't you don't take the knife out. You leave the knife in so they don't bleed out. I'm saying that everybody know that. Some people take the knife out right away and just bleed to death. Did you get your flat fixed? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, I am still on the donut because I tried to go before we recorded, and apparently Mr. P's closes at like 3.30 on a Saturday. Does he? That's they black. early. Yeah. They but close at like 3.30, three. though? Like, on a Saturday? On a Saturday. On a Saturday, yeah. That's crazy. Like, oh, okay. They open for like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? Seriously, they don't want to work on Saturday either. <laughs> they clutch with them tires, though. But yeah, no, yeah. I, was on, I was on the freeway, and I just heard like what sounded like a gunshot. I'm like, are they shooting on the freeway? Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was a flat tire. That's it. Well, I hope you get so, that yeah, fixed soon. Yeah. Cruising well, on a donut. No, that's all, That's never good. <laughs> but um, my week was pretty uneventful as well. Uh, it was just work. Work is work. That's about it. But everything, you know, it still was a good week. I mean, you got your hair did. Pretty, yeah, you know, I'm out here, you know, slayed, you know. <laughs> got the future out here. You know, got the, yeah, I do got the, the future you got hair. the quan? Yeah, no. <laughs> not at all. 
Any shout outs for the week? Shout out to the dads. Happy yeah, Father's Day to everybody. Happy, hey. Father's Day. Happy, Father's Day. happy Father's Day to you too. Thank uh, you, sir. Yeah, you, that was, that well, was my big I mean, one. happy Father's Day to me too, since nobody exactly. else would reciprocate. Well, well wait, you didn't oh, give wait, us time. You're to. going by yourself. <laughs> we, don't be trying to. No, don't come at us like that, bro. I'm just saying we were looking right. out for you we too. To I mean, Camille turn. did say it beforehand, but yeah, I, was, I had a whole thing. I was going to jump, man. You jumped me too. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> but definitely, say, you too. Uh, happy Father's Day because this is going to come out tomorrow, which is Sunday on Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the daddies out there listening. Um, y'all are appreciated, especially my co-hosts who are sitting here. The three of y'all are exceptional young fathers. See, you just trying to make me feel bad now. <laughs> trying to go sentimental and stuff. Shout out to my own dad. Uh, shout out to my uncles, Michael, uh, Tony, Pat, and Cedric. Th- them, they raised me. They're the reason I'm even here talking about sports. Uh, so definitely shout out them. Uh, shout out the father-in-law for raising an exceptional young man. Those are my Father Day shout outs. So, I mean, anybody else want to talk about their daddies? I mean, I don't want to talk about them, but you know, they love. They know I love them. I love them to death. You know, Red Pops. Uh, I love y'all and stuff, but uh, y'all still suck. <laughs> that's, that, that's the inside joke. That's our. That's our thing. Yeah, even though my uncle Mike liked the Cowboys, you know, yeah. still love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna shout out my baby bro Jeremiah. He turns 19 on the 19th, which is I can't believe he's an old. Uh, Luis. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Luis, who's putting on for the city. Uh, he has his pay-per-view debut tonight uh, on HBO. And then shout out to all of the champions. So you got Rafael Nadal who won the French Open. You got the Pitt- Pittsburgh Penguins who won the Stanley Cup. And then you got the Golden State Warriors who just won the NBA Finals. So we might as well just get right into the finals. Hmm. Let's do it. Eric is petty. I'm not. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to let it hang out there. Nobody's trying to let nothing hang out there like that. Listen. Okay, you got it. You got it. You got your three and one, and you got your, your petty win that they didn't come back from three and one. Granted, listen, I am not a Cavs or a Golden State fan, so if it sounds like I am one, I am not one. But he's petty. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's petty, but he was right. He's sitting here with a petty pose. Right? <laughs> he's sitting there looking the pettiest. The pettiest. But it's okay. I mean, sometimes you don't have to say anything. I had Golden State losing in seven. You did. I was wrong. As did I until I, I jumped ship. So, congrats to the Warriors on their win in four. Or five, I'm sorry. Five. They gave them, they gave them one. Even though game three was a bit of a, Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, it wound up being a lot more entertaining than I was expecting it to be, honestly. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, four blowouts and a close game. Like, that was my expectation for the series. But, like, the last three games were really good. Um, Cleveland brought it. They played better than I, was, <clears throat> better than I expected. Um, like, by the end of game five, I was like, you know, I want the Cavs to win. Like, I just <laughs> want this to keep going because it was um, – Exciting, finally. It, we are, right. Um so, yeah, that's all I've got really to say about that. Um, congratulations to Golden State for winning. Um, congrats to KD. It was cool to see, you Man. know, the excitement on his mom's face and how, you know, excited he no was. Nobody tell you. <laughs> yeah, so. Look at me. Look at me. That <laughs> shit was snatching them up. Yeah. <laughs> so that definitely was a good look and everything. So um, let's just see what who um, the Cavs can bring in next year to help them 
actually it's beat, gonna be interesting. Beat the Warriors. Season, it's gonna be a one year rental because LeBron gonna leave. And come to LA? Yes. I don't know about the LA part, but yes. I don't. Know. I mean, I, mean, I, I trust there. Wojo a lot. What did he say? He said that if LeBron leaves the Cavs, he's going to the Clippers or the Lakers. I don't know about. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I doubt Woj, but that's. Uh, I was like, I think that's the most trusted basketball source that I've come across. Although I believe someone from Milwaukee actually pranked him. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, but I mean, nothing really. I don't really have much to say about the finals. Um, it was disappointing to me that it wasn't more of a competitive series until the last couple games. Um, by that point. I felt like the outcome was already pretty much inevitable. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of like, what's the point? Um, you're just wasting my time. Like, when they actually won game four, I was in the bar sitting there with my arms folded with, like, a stank face. <laughs> like, yeah. why are y'all doing this? Like, <laughs> I mean, you kind of you kind of had to add to it about it last week. Like, I'm just – I just have a – this whole finals left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, it's just – it was disappointing to me. Was it, it because it, you feel like it's uh, – foregone conclusion do you feel like uh the super team made it made it unentertaining i guess like made it you know like there was no point yeah i won't even say it was the super team it was cleveland's effort in games one and two if that makes sense like after i saw them i was like what are y'all doing like this isn't even like y'all legitimately swept two two teams yeah and had ample time to rest and they came out with like no energy the first two games. Yeah, I feel like that's what it was. La- Sorry, I feel like that's what it was last year too. Um, the first two games of the finals were blowouts yeah. because Cleveland just seemed like they weren't ready. Um, I don't know if they rested on the knowledge that they would be able to do the same this year or like what. Like flip that switch. Right. Um, so I, I don't know if that's what it was. Like I'm not gonna call out the Cavs for you know tanking two games, but. Um, it just seems like it took them a while to figure out how to score against Golden State, um, which they did in the last three games, and it was just they couldn't get a stop. I think the most frustrating thing to me, and it's not going into a Jordan-LeBron argument, but LeBron... Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because it's... I guess what's frustrating to me about LeBron is the fact that he knows for a fact that he can take over a game. For a fact, like, when at the end of game five, he literally... Took it to the paint. Like, there was one possession where Klay Thompson was guarding him. He went to back him down. He let Klay Thompson defend him very well. The very next possession, he came down. was like, you know what? Fuck it. Bow. In the post. Easy bucket. He can literally do that whenever he's matched up with a little guy. Even though Klay Thompson isn't considered little. For LeBron, he's a little dude. He can literally do that every time they get switched on defense, and he's isolated one-on-one with a player like that, and he chooses not to. And That's it not his pisses game, me off. But you are out there to win games. You're out there to take over games. And if you can do that, if they're going to give you the easy buckets, you take the easy buckets. I mean, there's a reason why, though. Like, it, I'm pretty sure Golden State would trade twos for threes all game. And yeah. Let's not like, forget that's that not Cleveland g- was the three-point shooting team. They were the best right. of the NBA, I believe, in the exactly. playoffs. And they're not going to, um, like, that's a way to get the other players uninvolved, get them. So, I don't know, I don't know if y'all can hear this, but we hear voices. Not, like Randy, not Randy like Randy Orton. Orton but, <laughs> <laughs> but if y'all hear that, we apologize on the audio. I don't know if they can get cleaned up or what. But we, So, we keep pausing, kind of looking at each other like, what are they talking? Like, do you hear that? Like, what is Yeah. They're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my complete train I'm of sorry. Oh. I just... <laughs> 
the voice. But no, Martin. that I got it. So that's a good way to not have your teammates be involved. Like I feel like a lot of LeBron's game is making sure that everybody touches the ball, everybody's involved. Like he he can go one on one all the time, but like that's not the way. That but he, again, that's take, not how he believes in playing the game. Take the easy bucket. At the end of the day, because if you go come down there, and if I can make that, if I can get that bucket, they, he did it three possessions in a row after that. He three did. easy six points in a row. They got a stop in between there. If you can do that, did they cut into then the was, league when they did when they did they cut into the lead when they did that? My thing is, if you do that in the beginning, he he decided to do that at the very end when he got desperate. If you do it in the beginning, your coach is going to have to make adjustments. So you're going to adjust to, like, okay, don't let LeBron do that or don't switch off on LeBron or things like that. It starts to open up other aspects where he can still get players involved. If you decide to do that at the very last second when you're already out, it's pointless, which is exactly what happened. It was pointless of him to do it because they was already out of the game. Had he done that from the jump, it could have changed the dynamic of the way or the flow of the game. That's just my opinion on it. And I really hate that he does that at the last second. All the time, he never does that in the beginning of the game. I'll agree with you on one on one point. Like when I think the first time that they cleared out for LeBron, um, he did he settled for a jump shot against Clay, and I was like, don't, as, as he was taking the shot, I'm like, don't do that. You're settling. Like you can't settle at this point. Like you just need to go. Like nobody's stopping you at the rim. So I agree with that. But I don't think that I, uh, LeBron and ISO is the way to beat the Warriors. <laughs> like I just I don't. I would agree with that, but. Um we kind of touched on a little bit, but super teams. Do you think that are bad for the league, or is that like going to be a new trend? Do you think like what do you? How do you feel about that? Um, I'm not going to say I necessarily think that super teams are bad for the league, but right now everything is so uneven. Like when it comes to like West and East, like right now, like what team in the West can actually beat this Golden State team? Like is you know I, I feel like that more teams are going to have to do the super team to be competitive. Um, but I'm not going to say it's necessarily a negative thing or a bad thing. But I think that the N- the NBA needs to um, think about a new playoff system, seating system. I don't think it should just be East and West. I think it should just be top number one. 16. Yeah, top 16 um, teams. I think that will be way more exciting and then also be way more um, competitive too. That's some of the, you want them to go more so like an NCAA bracket style as yes. opposed to because I'm pretty sure all the major team all the all the major leagues mm-hmm. split it by conference. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with the NFL seating. I don't have an issue with baseballs. I think actually baseball is probably the most entertaining seating because they have a play-in game mm-hmm. in essence. But as far as the NBA goes with so would the playing game in MLB be equivalent to Wild Card Weekend for the NFL? Yeah, yeah. kind it's of. Yeah, the same thing. Okay. It's yeah. In essence, because it's like okay, you got the playing game. It's your Wild Card game. You only get one, and then you go into the actual series. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe a best of seven is maybe too long for the NBA. Maybe they should do a best of five in the first two rounds and then best of seven in the last. They're not giving they're money not, back. Yeah, they're not giving money <laughs> it's, back. I mean, it's money. And they Correct. used to do that. Um, yeah. I feel like the better team always went in seven. Right. I think that's a, a number for a reason why yeah. most professional sports go with seven. Like, the best team will win out unless there's injury or something like that, yeah. which is part of the charm of the NFL, I guess, is because you only got one shot and the, the worst team, quote-unquote, can win that weekend. But is that really a charm? Like, the a champion should be the best team. Well, Shouldn't then they it? should show up every week. Exactly. 
They should. They should really. If they're the best team, there's no reason why you should lose to an inferior team if you are the best team. I mean, the whole thing about the NFL is any given Sunday, any team can beat any team. Like that's not proving who the best team is. That's just saying who got hot. A lot of sports is based off of streaks too. Lots of them. I mean, like, but y'all argument is that the best team wins in seven. <laughs> so, like, are you talking <laughs> about like somebody? Me? So that's what I, think I, it, I guess when I say the charm of the NFL is that you don't know what's going to happen. And the unpredictability. Yeah, the unpredictability of it because it is only the one game. And some might argue, like, you you know how it's going to end in the best of seven series because the better team, whoever you think the better team is, will win. That's, I mean. I mean, you know, like, people talk about, like, the participation trophy era. But, like, you know, like, but then people think, like, oh, sports should be fair. Like, it is it should it be fair or should it be le- the best team wins? You know, like. I don't, I don't have a dog in that fight. Like I don't really care one way or the other. But I just, I just find it that people talk out of both sides of their mouth. Like they want it to be even, but they want you know people to be competitive, and they want you know. That's a good point. I never so, thought about it like that. But back to the super teams. Like I don't. These ratings were the highest rated since two thousand and one. Um, Lakers. <laughs> Lakers <laughs> versus the obvious thing. Yes. Um, the glory days. So I. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like, people are watching it. Um, people are more interested. I equated it to, like, wrestling. Like, the the Warriors are a heel now. Like, everybody's going to tune in to watch them get beat. True. Um, so I think when the time comes that a team knocks them off, like, it's going to be, like, a huge thing for the NBA. It's going to be a huge news story. It's going to be, like – everybody's going to be tuned in to watch like who's going to be the team that can take out the monsters basically (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think they they a lot of people tuned in this time to see that right i think they also like people like watching stars so like if you can if you can centralize all the stars on two or three teams like at the end of the day that's going to be good overall because like when they come through town everybody's going to come to that game when they're on national tv everybody's going to be tuned in um so for the overall health of the league, I think it's good. For competitive balance, yeah, it's probably not a great thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just um, have the 30 for 30 on the Celtics-Lakers uh, mm-hmm. rivalry. And looking back at those, I mean, those teams were stacked. Like, right, five mm-hmm. or six Hall of Famers. On each yeah. side. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of titles between them two teams. Exactly. So, like, I think it's always been like this. The only difference now is that it's the players that are taking the agency upon themselves to put it together. Like, they're not – they're not relying on their front office to build the team. They're not relying on, um, you know, being able to take advantage of the incompetence of, like, the lesser teams. Yeah, um, the players are making the decisions. They're making the decisions, which I, I applaud. Like, they should be able to. Like, they shouldn't be – like, is it – like, why are we upset that Kevin Durant chose the team that he wanted to play for versus a team winning the lottery and being able to draft them? Like, that's not really – like, if you were in that position, like, I don't feel like you would, you know, like, you would feel like that's fair. Like, this team gets me because they sucked and they were incompetent and couldn't win. <laughs> so I, they I, expected they go, me to yeah. win for them. It right. goes back to what you were saying. People kind of want it both ways. Yeah. So they want KD to stay with his team and struggle and fight and go. Right. Kind of like how they felt the NBA used to be, where it was teams that were put together by their GMs. They had to go through the quote-unquote growing pains and lose and lose and lose and lose. And then they might have a shot to win. And that's not how the league seems to be trending anymore. So I think people have a problem with that. Yeah, But uh, also I think it will be good in the long run because it will force the teams that aren't on that level to step it up, like to the, 
to think outside of the box to create be creative. Um, Daryl Morey, the GM for the Rockets, was saying that they might up their risk um, profile, so they may make they may take more risk. They may try to be more interesting um, to come up with a way to defeat Golden State. So like you'll see, like it won't just be you know the same old same old. Like teams will actually try to step their game up to beat this team that seems insurmountable. Yeah. All I know is the Warriors beat LeBron so bad that he went bald. <laughs> I mean, he, he cut all of his hair out. I mean, all he, of it. I mean, he's, he's to the... No, he's, he's, the, he's he now initiated the, in the bald, older black man club. I, I still saw a little bit of fuzz. So he, he got a bald fade, basically. He got a boosy fade, basically. He has that, uh, that, that, that T.I. The, the T. old fade. Kobe haircut like it's oh, just when the one Kobe had got it real right real like low. where it's basically bald but you still see like that <laughs> but you have a line right I hate those cuts by I the guess way. LeBron pays so much to get that line in because <laughs> <laughs> I do whatever it, I can do to keep, to keep it. it a little bit but um <laughs> so shout out to Tristan Thompson for shaming him into <laughs> did he really <laughs> well I mean like he did like all them faces when oh, he had the press conference I'm not sure about that but I mean we kind of touched on it a little bit last week. Three-on-three uh, three basketball. Okay, so two big things with that. First, I guess, is coming to the Olympics, which is wild to me that three-on-three three basketball is going to be a Olympic Actual sport. Olympic like, you can get gold medals for three-on-three three basketball. But apparently the uh, FIBA had already been having three-on-three three competitions, mm-hmm. so it's just now getting to the international level. Gotcha. So okay. my question to y'all is, what Team USA – team three on three so you get four players because you get a sub do you think would be the best team i'm just of course off the dome <laughs> Tim Staten. i don't think you have to give oh. that disclaimer <laughs> <laughs> i think it's already off the off the dome um you gotta have a big of course so i would do you ideal so. i would love to have ad okay because okay. i feel like ad can he's a very athletic big man he can stretch the floor, grab rebounds, play defense, things like that. Offense, honestly, in that three-on-three setting, because you don't necessarily have to have so many bodies involved, I would prefer Kyrie in there okay, because okay. of his offensive uh, capabilities. And, I mean, if we're talking ideal, then, yeah, we would want to throw in LeBron. You got one more. You got a sub. My sub would probably be... Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's, he's Greek, right? right, right. Uh, before I finish this, see, let me finish. <laughs> he's Greek. So I know Giannis can't do it, but it, then it would be Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Okay. okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, I I mean, you don't necessarily necessarily have to have a big. I think hmm. the appeal in having a big is you have some quote unquote rim protection. Uh, I mean, most of the. I mean, it's twos or ones and threes or twos. So. If I had to pick a big, it would be AD, just because he's so mobile. Like, he plays like a guard that's seven feet tall. Um, you give me KD, um, another big guy who can dribble and create his own shot. I'm going with Dame Dalla. I feel like Dame would be... Dropping dimes. Um, not necessarily dropping dimes, <laughs> but he can get buckets. <laughs> and then I'll have LeBron be the fourth guy, yes. Yeah, uh, I feel kind of bad because, like, I'm the one that posed this question, but I did not come up with the team. So I'm going to Tim stat this. <laughs> just come over um, I feel like LeBron has to be on there. Um, yeah. Although it will be, like, three years from now, so who knows if <laughs> if LeBron's LeBron. Hell, yeah. Um, but present day, I would say LeBron, KD, um, Draymond will be my sub, and I'm trying to oh, think wow. of who my third 
Draymond. Why I feel like the the ideal thing would be somebody that can play big and play small, like so that then you don't have to like you don't create that liability for yourself. So you have somebody that can defend, you have somebody that can play big, somebody that can play outside, somebody that can handle the ball. So you want so I guess Kawhi would be my my third. I mean, well my fourth. Um, so you just want as many people that are huge but freakishly athletic athletic and, and quick and can handle and defend and shoot yeah draymond doesn't fit in that box for me um i, I mean he's not like, a great shooter but he's, he's not a great sh- create he, can, he doesn't create his own shot that well and i don't think his handles are that exceptional he does i mean that's my he, personal i feel like he's their point guard honestly really yeah, like as far as like initiating the <laughs> offense, like <laughs> I mean, no, I mean I'm saying though, like uh, Clay and Steph, like are like they play like, off the ball. They can make their own lot. shots, right? Like he he creates a lot for them. Like he runs pick and roll, um, like the inverted pick and roll, like with Curry being the screener and playing off that. Like they do a lot of that type of stuff. So I think one of Draymond's biggest strengths is his ball handling and passing. I'll probably say it's passing. I don't really don't care for Draymond Green that much either. We know. None we of know. us really do. Yeah, I don't care for him <laughs> Honestly. You like him. I didn't not like him during the finals. And especially, like, all the stuff that they've done since, like, you know. The, the petty parade. The petty parade. Like, I can appreciate that. Again, he looks like that badass kid in school who stole all your shit, <laughs> <laughs> stayed in trouble, and then... I you mean, know, but not, he, he came back to class every single day, and you couldn't pull off half the stuff that he did. Ken, who would your, who would your squad be, man? <laughs> All right, so my squad, if you can bring back retired retire players, Why Kobe. Why would you want to? Co- come on, man. <laughs> oh, right, God. So Kobe. You are that Kobe fan, huh? You uh, you uh, are that I, fan. I, I am. Oh, Sorry. God. All right, so <laughs> we can bring back retired players. It's his team. Kobe. Let him go. All right. But, of course, you got to have LeBron. Um, I will say, at point, I would rather have John Wall, actually, um, running point. Um, I say KD. Um, yeah, so that's my four. If I have to throw one more person in there, I have to swap somebody. You don't get four. In case Kobe. Uh, you, you don't get five. Yeah, you know, if we can't do Kobe, uh, I honestly would say Melo. I, th- I think Melo. Melo will do good because he's straight offense. In three on three, you don't really have to hold super tight. It's a lot defense. of ISO. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of ISO. So I think Melo would be good for scoring. Do you, that, do you think there's any other countries that could test the United States in three on three basketball? Because I do. I don't. I feel like three on three is a lot. It's more it's, of a crash it's more open. It's a lot more open. Maybe Puerto Rico. Who Puerto Rico Who got? Who Puerto got, Rico got? They just fa- I don't know. They're just fast. Like, <laughs> bro, this right? is not Jamaica. Bro, we not real close to being Cameroon. racist right now. I know. I, I stopped myself because what I was going to say next was going to be super racist. This so is, I had to stop myself. This but, is not soccer, bro. Like, uh, just because they fast. Don't mean shit. You know, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You said Puerto Rico because they fast. You know, some, All right, some I'm going to name Spanish some countries. Okay, I'm going to name some countries. Y'all let me know if you think they could actually beat the USA. Dominican Republic. No. Carl Anthony Towns, Al Horford, and I don't know who else they would get. Yeah, exactly. No. Carl no. <laughs> Anthony Towns. Okay. Towns right. be balling. I'm, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Towns be balling. Uh, oh, I got a team. Canada. Yes. You got Wiggins. You can get Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I get Jamal okay. Murray. Okay. I mean, they got. I, I like that. Canada, Canada, Canada has a couple players. I, like I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, it would depend on who the U.S. has. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, if you're going, because like all, aside from Wiggins, like the rest of them are role players in the NBA. Yeah. So I mean, like they would have a good team, but Wiggins would get all the buckets. Yeah. And he can ball. Uh. <laughs> you got Australia. And you got Delhi. I, would, I definitely didn't even put Delhi on mine. <laughs> I mean, I love Delhi, all grit, grind, hustle. But you got Ben Simmons. We mm-hmm. don't know if he's good yet, though. He can pass. Yeah. So <laughs> he can't shoot. He can pass. Thon Maker. 
technically he's, he plays for the Australian. I mean, uh, if we're projecting out to 2020, like that, they might be able to. Patty Mills. Yeah. Patty has always been something. Like so, an interesting <laughs> player. Yeah. Yeah, Patty Mills. He's always been a human being. He's always <laughs> he's been, been something. Patty. Something. He's been a little. He's always been interesting because he's like, in the Olympic settings, mm-hmm. he's always done well, better than mm-hmm. he's done in the league. Yeah. So like those settings, like that. That's why I say he's always been an interesting player in the FIBA World uh, Championships and the Olympics and stuff like that. Patty Mills actually kind of balls. So. Mm-hmm. So then you got two more. These are I just kind of was like I'm just gonna shoot these out there. You got the Spain team. Which would be the Gasols. The Gasols. And Ibaka. It would be the biggest. Yeah. yeah, and all three of them And shoot. Rubio, I guess. As your guard. Yeah. He's Spanish. You got Ricky. Ricky. So that's the four. And then France, I'm assuming. I, I didn't even, because I mean, France is old. I mean, all the players who I was going to put for France, I was like, mm, do we really want to see Tony Parker in three on three? We don't want to see Tony Parker now. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, I don't think the Spurs fans want to see Tony come back out. And the Bucks fan in me, I want to see a Greece team with Giannis and and. How do you say his brother's name? Thanis? Kostas. Not Kostas. Thanasis. You can have an all Basically all team. Yeah, I mean, you just could. Th- throw all them out Technically, there. Technically, you could. Throw them out there. And yeah, I, would, I would love it. Thanasis. Yes. He is fine, too. Um, no just had to throw that out there. Never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can admit another man is handsome. I will admit, but I won't. I won't. Not on wax? No. <laughs> no. I will never say, hey, Bro, he's handsome. No, I'm like, eh, I can see he be you, pulling. You confident with your he probably, sexuality, man. He probably that's pulling chicks. That's what I say. I, I, I won't be at it, bro. So you ain't gonna be like, a yo, looking he, dude. that's no. a handsome man. No. No. I'm like, but he probably take your chick, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I will say along those lines, but I won't never, no. That's a whole Unless other... it's my son. My son, I'm like, that's a good looking dude right there. That's because. You don't have a man crush. It's okay. Of course you're gonna think your son is handsome. He looks like you. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm okay looking, though. That's the thing. Okay. Well, <laughs> See, we ain't going to get into that. But, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Three-on-three three basketball. And uh, other three-on-three three basketball news, there is the Big Three League, uh, which was created by Ice Cube. It is going to be eight teams of pretty much retired or washed, washed. NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> uh, each team has five players in the coach. Um, they are going to play only on Sundays, so it will be four games every week. Eight-week season, uh, playoffs week nine, championship week ten. They actually got a TV deal with Fox Sports 1, and even Gus Johnson is one of the uh, the commentators on it. They have a four-point circle, which is kind of cheesy to me. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a four-point circle. I didn't even know that. Uh, they're going to play half court, of mm-hmm. course. And halftime is when you hit 30 points. A team that wins has to have 60, and you must win by four. Are y'all watching? I know. I mean, I, I, I honestly would tune in just for the entertainment aspect of it. I would check it out just to see. Kim was looking like, what kind of rule? <laughs> yeah, that's just, I don't know. It's just random to me. A four point circle. Yeah. Interesting. This is like NBA Street. So what? Is that half court? Is a four it's point circle? Pretty much half oh, court. Okay. It's like a little area they're gonna have like marked off where if you make your shot from that circle, it's worth where four. Steph Curry shoots all the time. Yeah. Basically. I'm trying. Much. I'm looking <laughs> through these teams and I'm trying to see who could hit that outside of maybe. Jason Williams. Um, Ruben Patterson. Is it Jason Williams? Yeah. <laughs> Ruben Patterson. What? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm kidding. Ruben I am kidding. I'm kidding. I know Ruben's a defensive specialist. Leave me alone. I'm just playing. Kobe stopper. But, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no one is a Kobe stopper. I mean, the only, uh, the only one I would give a shot would be Razul Butler, honestly. Mm. I mean, they got Larry Hughes on here. But it's, about to, it's about to be a bunch of old. They got McCants on here. Uh, just nobody pass out and die. They got Mucci Norris on here. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got paramedics waiting around. Right, these dudes are retired for a reason. Oh, Mike James. 
Like James might be able to hit it. Yeah, I've moved off that point already. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say to him. So are, y- are y'all going to watch? Like, If it's on, nothing else is. I want to see AI play basketball again, so I'm definitely yeah, that's, looking forward yeah, to watching. That, that's, um, that's literally probably the only reason. And I hope that it's successful so that as more time goes by, we'll mm-hmm. keep seeing more like famous old retired players. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could have said for the Canada team that Steve Nash could be out there balling three-on-three because that's my favorite point guard. Nash is probably still in great shape, too. No, he doesn't have a back. That's why he had to retire. Ken can tell you. He watched him on the Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrible. I mean, he's retired. Now he doesn't have to put his body through that much strain, but Nash was always in great shape. I mean, Actually, he got a ring with uh, Golden State because he's like an uh, advisor or something like that. Really? Didn't even know that. That's a random random Saturday day. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I guess that's part of the appeal, too, of having the three-on-three leagues, that you don't put as much wear and tear mm-hmm. on your body. It's one mm-hmm. game a week, only half court, so you might see some. I want to see, like, here's a question. Who would you want to see in the league in the years to come? In the three-on-three? Like people that are playing now or people that are already retired? Or, you know, or that's about to retire? About to retire, like, you know. Like D-Wade? Yeah, like Wade like or Paul Wall or, like, pretty much the old 3 draft class would be within the next three yeah. years. Give me some Kobe. I'm sorry. I'm taking Ken note. I want to see yeah. Kobe. I yeah, wouldn't he, mind seeing Kobe. Yeah, actually. I think he'd be ridiculous in three on three. It's just gonna be him <laughs> versus three other people. I mean, he would. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. He wouldn't do it, but Jordan. Yeah, I, I think that I was thinking Jordan. I, I think he honestly. I fell down a Is YouTube it? rabbit hole this week, and I just saw like clips of him playing like once he retired like he just mm-hmm. randomly comes out and kills people he was he was still like, he, legitimately torching guys right. it, i mean it was like 10 years ago at this point but like he went one-on-one with oj mayo and was like yeah thrashed <laughs> him yeah he yeah. thrashed him told him to go and, uh, to his mama who, who else is the other one uh jordan crawford uh, uh no he dunked on lebron i thought he said he played one-on-one with him too you mean on, on jordan no, no, no. Like, Jordan Crawford's, like, claim to right. fame the one was that, that he dunked, dunked on LeBron, LeBron right, and then they, that. like, had to, like, destroy the tape. Yeah. Right, I remember that. <laughs> LeBron was delete that! <laughs> I would like to see Jason Kidd off. The- he ain't gonna do it. He ain't got no hip no more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that'd be pretty. Is Charles Oakley on one of the He's a team? player yeah. coach. He's a coach. Oh, okay. He's a coach. He's okay. a player coach. Uncle Oak. So, Oak gonna be out there just Yeah, because I say, I was like, is he really for to be out there? <laughs> Give me some, um, dang, dang, I'm gonna see T-Mac. Team Mac could be cool. Little Penny. <laughs> Tim Just, Hardaway. Yeah. I'll Tim say, Hardaway. I'll take yes. Cringy might as well throw Grant Hill in there if we're throwing in uh, <laughs> old injured <laughs> potential real. superstars. Let me get Zeke C-Web. out there. I saw Zeke out there uh, in Area Twenty One getting buckets. Yeah, KG. KG's definitely ready. Yeah. He's gonna be in, out there next KG, season. Yeah, well, KG I mean, Paul Pierce did there. just retire this past season, so. Paul Pierce game. I mean, he's. I mean, he's yeah, had, gonna be hella flopping. He, I was gonna say he had old man games since <laughs> he's like twenty. So, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think he would kill in it. I think the big three league has potential to be something that's gonna be a fun summer mm-hmm. thing for the next couple years. So, I'm looking forward to that. Ah, uh, okay. NBA team needs. Let me before we even get into that though, because we've been talking about the NBA the whole time. I'm gonna just throw this out there since we're kind of talking about spectacle. Mayweather McGregor is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We discussed on our first show that it might be something happening, and now it's official. So, which one of y'all gonna buy it so I can come by and freeload? I have fire sticks, so you guys come to the house and watch that. I don't know this man <laughs> <laughs> at all. Don't be but, talking um, about illegal stuff. I mean, <laughs> the last time there was a Mayweather event, I think it was at my house. And I had to pay you for it, and I'm yeah. not doing that again. Mm-hmm. See, I think what, everybody will pay like $5 or it something like that. It was definitely not $5. I didn't want that much. Like it was like 
It was like twenty. That was, that but that was like, that was like per couple though. So that was like ten dollars a piece. Like that one. That was, that's the money coming out of my household. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm not. I'm not paying for that this time. I, I will go to a bar, Dave and Buster's probably. Check it out. I yeah, have, that'd be dope. No interest. Like I said before, like I have no interest in this. Like, why do I want to watch an amateur boxer fight? One of the greatest boxers of all time. For a puncher's chance. I mean, that's all they're really going on right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's selling the whole idea that McGregor has a puncher's chance, that he can land one and knock Floyd out. Right. Okay, so if so, McGregor does beat Mayweather, what does that do What does that do to Mayweather's legacy? I don't even think it's Mayweather's legacy. I think that kills boxing. Okay. Pretty, like, that I mean, is the end of boxing. Like, if mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this MMA champion came in and whooped our greatest fighter of his generation, like... <laughs> That's it. Boxing is done. Like, boxing is on his last legs anyway. If McGregor yeah. does something that 49 other people try to do who've been boxing their whole life, mm-hmm. I mean, that that would definitely be a blow. Which is why, like, my WWE radar is going off. Like, this might be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, there's no upside, really, for Mayweather, aside from making a buttload of money. Mm-hmm. What's the payout? I'm, did they I discuss payout sure. yet? No. What I did see, though, which I saw today, is that uh, apparently the big three, so, you know, we're kind of tying topics together, Mm -hmm. their championship game is actually booked at the same date and location as the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Oh, really? So (laughs) something is about to have to change between either the fight. It's most likely going to be the big three. Yeah, exactly. But I'm I'm interested in seeing it. Um, I really do not like Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know he's not going to lose. He's a despicable human being. I mean, yeah, I just don't like him for a, a... few reasons um and i would love for connor to knock him out is that going to happen probably not but i'm going to watch in case it does mayweather's well, basically is just going to run the whole match that's what he do that's yeah well, but it's nothing wrong with that that's what he does so i think that's mayweather's going to wait till mcgregor's wore out it didn't just did, go y'all, in. did y'all see the video of him sparring last year like this McGregor past August, with, Ma- the, with the bomb yeah and getting worked tagged. Yes. getting worked <laughs> i mean you you you're sparring with a random, and then I mean you, he was he was a boxer. He was just somebody who hadn't. Been. But it's a random. I mean he was a boxer, <laughs> but he wasn't Floyd. If that makes sense. Who else is Floyd though? Like that's that's what I'm. That's my point. That's exactly my point. Like you're getting tagged by some dude, a former boxer. He's not a former boxer. He is a boxer. That's not. I'm not arguing that. He's getting tagged by someone who's not Floyd. So what do you think Floyd's going to do? I'm saying don't discredit the dude who he was sparring with because I believe the guy was a boxer. At the time. At the time. But he was somebody who hadn't been working out. He was like, I just came out because Conor called me. Right. So he was a former boxer then, right? If he's no longer boxing, isn't he for? Anyways, so he got tagged <laughs> by some random boxer for Camille's purposes. Some random boxer. <laughs> and just to prove a point the only reason why he said he released it is to prove a point that conor mcgregor cannot beat floyd because if he can't spar with me there's no way in hell he stands a chance against floyd though i still would love to see mcgregor knock floyd out i think that would be like the biggest wow of the year but we all agree that floyd's gonna win yeah 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 definitely they probably pay him off like he did pacquiao because i think he paid pacquiao off what I really think he paid Pacquiao. I was I was watching. We was all watching the fight. We all seen. There were several moments in that Pacquiao fight where we like, dude, you got him in the corner. He about to fall. Just tag him, and Pacquiao will back off. Didn't Pacquiao like mess his shoulder up? Didn't he have something wrong with or him? Something like that. Yeah. He was injured throughout the fight, I believe. That comes. With, that's the cost of fame. I don't know. What are we even arguing about? <laughs> right now? I don't cost of fame. know what that means. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Team needs. Eric, are you going to run us through this? Um, Who do you want to kick off with? 
I do. I want. I still want to do Milwaukee, but I feel like that's a, a longer conversation. Um, I think we should probably just record after and post that or something like that. Okay. Um, so starting with Indiana. Indiana. Uh, I guess the biggest question is PG. What do you do? Um, personally, I would trade him because I don't think there's a chance he's coming back. Like, what I believe they're holding out for is hope that he makes All NBA next year so they can give him the DPE. Um, but. I think it's going to be even tougher next year getting Paul George on one of the All-NBA teams. So Yeah, I wouldn't risk uh, waiting to see what he's going to do this season and hope to re-sign him. I think if they don't trade him now, they're just going to let him walk for nothing. Um, I don't see Paul George staying in Indiana unless they have one hell of a season, and mm-hmm. I don't see that happening either. Of course, this is all before free agency, before the draft, so we don't know what's going to happen. Um, but if I was the GM of the Pacers, I'm definitely trying to trade him to the highest bidder. So which, if you're the GM of a different team, well, pick a team, who would you target to but, trade him to? That's my thing. If I was the GM of another team, not the Pacers, I probably wouldn't want to trade for Paul George. This is me personally because I feel like he would want. And if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, I'm not going to trade for a guy who I can bid for in free agency. Well, I mean, like, the big, the thing that he's said throughout this process is he wants to play for a championship. So I think that there's an off chance that if he gets traded to a team that can compete um, and he, it looks like they can compete for a while, he may, you know, sign off and Estate. come back. Right. Um, so I think that comes down to Boston or Cleveland. Um, Paul George in Cleveland is interesting. It really is. Because he he actually fits pretty well yeah. with, with with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They, that's probably who would go is Kevin Love. they probably get rid of Kevin Love. Yeah, but yeah. would that be enough for Indiana to say, yeah, we'll take him? Then you have uh, Love and what's his name, Miles, Miles Turner. Turner. Mm-hmm. And Turner is a good two-way player. He's yeah. a young, yeah, young dude who's coming up. But, I mean, that gets you at the same problem that you have now, which is that his timeline doesn't match up with Kevin Love. So mm-hmm. it's not like you can pair those two together and have a team for the next and then can five you really years. build a team around Kevin Love? Well, we saw that get tried in Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do think Miles Turner is probably better than anybody he had in Minnesota. I would agree with that, yeah. And he Kevin played Love. for some really crappy teams. I mean, he he had Kevin Martin was the best player outside of him. Okay, we're getting on his topic. team. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who do you – what should they target in the draft, assuming that they keep PG? Well, at this point in the draft, it's, it's a run of bigs in, yep. the, in the middle. Um, and – they kind of, I mean, we said they got Miles Turner. Um, if they could find an athletic four to pair with him, I think that would be a nice move. So somebody like T.J. Leaf, Jordan Bell, Harry Giles is more of a five, Simi Ojale, any of those strike your fancy? I don't really <laughs> – after, like, after, like, the top ten, I'm kind of like, all right, those are the dudes I'm trying to take those <laughs> to. But then I look at who, like, my team can get, so I look at who the Bucks can get, and I'm focused on Donovan Mitchell. So everybody else I'm kind of like, all right, you know, yeah. what happens happens. Best player available. Uh, yeah, so basically the people that I just named off are the people that I think they should target because, like you said, I think that they should target a four. Yeah. Um. Basically, somebody to replace Thad Young um, in their lineup, or wing- there really aren't any wings in that range, which is where I think they should go because they need a two. Um, yeah, but there's not ideally, really any. But there isn't anybody there. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. You guys have any? Um, Harry Giles isn't bad. Isn't a bad pick there. He's he's more of a five though. He's a, he's more of a five. So Turner can probably play the four though. He's really athletic. 
can. I can see Fort Turner playing there. A modern-day Twin Towers? Yeah. I mean, and Giles is a, I mean, it's a big boy. Yeah. So them picking up another big, in essence, because they've been searching for one since Roy Hibbert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, Roy. Yeah. Right. I mean, aside from Miles Turner, who we've. We'll right, and Miles Turner, like I said, we like we said, he's he's pretty good, but uh, they need another big body down there on a consistent basis. Didn't Mahini play for them again this year? No, he's in no. Washington. All right, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Hawks. <clears throat> Dwight Howard. Somebody call him the uh, Dwight Bola virus. <laughs> like he just oh, infects. He just infects. He destroys everything. his. He destroys teams. Dude. If, if it's not a key team chemistry, huh? I say you would know firsthand. Exactly. Like he, I hate Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see because he, he he never lived up to his potential. Like the athleticism he has, the size of his body, he should be like the modern day Shaq right now. He well, I mean, he got there at one point. I was gonna say he was there for what, like three? What when three Orlando years? went to the yeah. finals? Like two, like but maybe like two or messed, three years. But then he messed his back up. Like I think it's more so that he lost his athleticism, like a notch of his athleticism mm-hmm. once he got the back injury. I'm just bitter because I the know. LA team, dude, with we y'all should have went to the finals. Exactly. With. Yes. So they well, were a super team. That was a, <laughs> that was a super team that never f- lived up to their expectations. I'm not gonna lie. Lakers had their their share of super, super teams. teams. I'm not gonna lie. We did, but you gotta think about it. We got super teams when they were damn near old too, though. Yeah, y'all had Carl. Like, the, then that, we had Carl oh, man, the, we had the, 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 the free agency, the the bought the old man squad. We had Rick Fox and yes. Carl Malone and we got Gary everybody Payton. when it was old as hell. <laughs> but um, okay, so Atlanta, um, I think they should go ahead and shop around um, Millsap. I feel like. Well, he's a free um, agent. He's a free agent. He opted out. Oh, shit. oh he opted out? He, yeah. I didn't know he opted out. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, shit. And uh, <laughs> they don't have a, they don't have a <laughs> And, like, to give a little background, like, the owner came out maybe a week or two ago and said that they would do anything to keep him, like, whatever mm-hmm. it takes to keep him. But then their new general manager just said this week, like, he may get offers that we can't match. So they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. So I'm not really sure what they <laughs> plan to do, but... Yeah, the Hawks have kind of felt like that for a while, where it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to, like, rebuild, and mm-hmm. they started trading off assets, but then they were, like, also trying to push for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I feel like you know, you got to do one or the other. So I don't know what Atlanta is trying to do or what they, they're looking to do. I feel like they, the last time they had, like, a downturn, like, they that almost killed basketball in Atlanta. <laughs> so they yeah. can't really tank. Um, they got to go so the have to be Cole route. Basically, mm-hmm. they have to be competitive, like, to get people to come out because that's not basketball country, really. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's where their problem comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they, they let Horford walk for nothing. I don't think they yeah. can afford the same thing with Millsap, so they have to pay him whatever it takes to keep mm-hmm. him. Or a sign and trade, if they can pull that off. Yeah, which is more difficult nowadays. Right. Um, as far as targets in the draft, I think they also need a big because Dwight Howard is not it. <laughs> um, so some bigs in their area are Justin Patton, E.K. Anabogu. Um, Don't they call him Bam? No, no that's, that's Bam OG. Adebayo. Yeah, okay. And OG Ananobi. It's a lot of African names <laughs> this year. Oh, uh, Giles, Rad, Ivan Rad from California. Uh, yeah, those are the guys like in there. Jared Allen may fall. Um, so really, I think Justin Patton probably fits the best with the way that they play because he has potential to shoot from outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really raw. Um, they got Justin Jackson. He's a wing. Yeah. 
He's a three. I, just, I feel like wings are going to get elevated in this draft. So I I don't they will. Quick. I don't know if he's going to be there. Wings but and guards are going to go They've quick. been trying to, to replace DeMar Carroll since they got rid of him. They've they literally been trying to replace him. and I mean, that's another person that's a free agent. It's Tim Hardaway. So Gotta he may or may him, not yeah. be at. But he played the two, didn't he? I mean, like, between Hardaway and uh, Kent Bazemore, like, they have some wings. And they drafted two wings last year, uh, Torian Prince and... And Prince came on the in the playoffs. Thing. Yeah, Prince Prince yeah. is actually playing DeAndre pretty good. DeAndre That would have killed me, like, if I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are the two. Like, they had they drafted wings last year, so well, they have best, bodies best there. Best of luck least. to y'all, um, Atlanta, <laughs> yeah, and whatever you're trying to do. I hope you don't have to be the Herb Cole Milwaukee Bucks because it sucks to be in that position as a fan. But I understand if you have to be. Portland, uh, we talked about Portland, I believe, last week. We uh, nothing's it, really changed. Nothing, I mean, nothing's <laughs> changed. So we're probably just going to skip over teams that we did talk about. I think all of us would just agree best player available mm-hmm. is who mm-hmm. they should probably aim for. Uh, so OKC, they have no cap space. No. I don't I don't know what they Which can do. Odd. <laughs> yeah, that's very odd that they have no cap space with the team that they've assembled. And I know that there people are trying to talk about Blake Griffin possibly going to OKC since he's from Oklahoma. I mean, sign and trade. I mean, there's well, nothing to trade back. Yeah, mm-hmm. like who are? Who? I mean, unless Stephen the Clippers Adam- decide to just bomb. And well, I mean, like Stephen Adams is like pretty much their best trade asset, and they have DeAndre Jordan, so there's really no appeal there for the Clippers. Yeah, I think the OKC's best bet. We're going to talk about them next. I mean, Brooklyn has all this cap space. Yeah. Try to do a Package trade. their and, pick. Yeah, with, uh, a trade yeah. and dump. you got to get rid of some salary. But, but that's, that's only if right. I'm trying to think coming. who they have. Um, like, who are their big money people? Like, obviously, Russ, Adams, Oladipo, they resigned. But I think Cancer, that's a, a nice oh, yeah, contract. There, because he resigned with the Jazz before they, mm-hmm. they traded him. Mm-mm, he resigned with Oklahoma City. Was it Yeah, because he signed an offer sheet with Portland and then they matched. matched that's right. Which was... And that was it was a pretty big... <laughs> <laughs> it, was a nice, it was a nice little offer. They matched them. So, I mean, so yeah. The, yeah, Cancer got a lot of that money. Yeah. So personally, so, all I can really say is if they can't find a way to dump some salary, it's going to be the same thing that we just saw last year. Yeah. If anybody has any so, to add. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just need shooting, basically. It's need buckets. Yeah. Which is wild because they got rid of Ibaka because of his salary. No, they no. tried him to pick up. Well, no, oh, it was because he was going to be a free agent this year and they knew they weren't going to resign him. Wouldn't be able to resign him, so they traded him for the money. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it was a, they wouldn't be able to. It's probably more they didn't, of a, want, they didn't to. want to resign him. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> so, uh, yeah, Oklahoma City, they need shooting. I'm not really sure. How many shooters are in their range? Maybe Terrence Ferguson, um, although his shot seems kind of broke. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tyler Lydon from Syracuse is a pretty good big shooter, and Jonah Bolden um, projects as a shooter. So those are the guys that I'm looking at that area. Yeah, I would agree with uh, Terrence Ferguson. All right. I mean, because, yeah, they didn't really didn't have no shooting <laughs> at all. And as Jay-Z would say, hello, Brooklyn. I don't know. I mean, I would be very unhappy to be a Brooklyn Nets fan in this moment. Because it's like you, you're bad, and normally when you're bad, you look forward to being in the lottery, and you're like, okay, we're going to get talent. But they ain't even got no draft picks. <laughs> I mean, you got you got to think about – I know that's probably one of the worst trades of all time. But at the time that they did this trade – the Barclays Center was just opening up. I'm and not they saying anything about the trade when it happened. I'm talking about a fan right now. Well, yeah. And so as a fan right now, like I said, it's probably one of the worst trades that ever happened. Like, they got 
it was it was bad. But I, I mean, mean you can only hope that your GM does what's best for the team, and you just got to take the best player available. There's nobody that, in specific that I would just target. Just whoever's on the board, the best player available, just take them because you don't have any holes that you can't fill right now. They don't. I, I mean, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, I have two thoughts. So one, like you said, Camille, like I think that they need to be open for business. Basically, like Pretty if much. you're gonna attach a first round pick to a salary, like we'll take it. Um, I don't think they'll be able to sign anybody in free agency. Um, Nobody really wants to go there. No, like they had to swing for restricted free agents last year, and they struck out even doing that. So um, they need to hire a. What's it? The process. <laughs> Hinky. Hinky. I mean, I think that they're fine. It's just they have to get through this, this l- next year. Like, there's nothing really that they could do. Uh, I mean, maybe Trey Blake, not Blake Griffin, uh, Brooke, Brooke Lopez. Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was going to happen. That didn't. But there's no market for center. So, I mean, I guess you have to play basketball. So, you might as well have it. And he's a scoring center. He's not necessarily a defensive center. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they need to be open for business. Basically, anybody that wants to trade a first round pick plus a contract, just take it. Um, also, they need to take home run home run swings. Um, so somebody that has like the pedigree, but maybe devalued a little bit. So again, like Giles or Ferguson, like somebody that has potential, like a high risk high reward. Right, basically, like the Bucks did with Giannis. <sighs> Everything comes back to the Bucks. <laughs> exactly. Always, always back to Milwaukee. Yep. So after Brooklyn, we have Toronto. Screw Toronto. <laughs> Again, everything uh, comes the back, back to the Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Toronto, uh, Kyle Lowry. What do they do if he leaves? He don't even know what he want to do. He want to go for a championship, but then he wants to go back home. I think oh, he just wants some money. I was gonna say right, but money. then he did, he said he's, he's just going for a championship, but now he wants money. So it's shoot, like, he might end up in Brooklyn. They might be able to pay him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, but they that. have a lot of free agents too. Like, so it's not just Lowry. It's Ibaka. It's yeah. PJ Tucker. Pat Patterson. I love PJ Tucker. Patrick Patterson, not Pat Patterson. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I love PJ Tucker's game. Um, I feel like he's the type of player who any team that's actually contending needs. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been better if they had gotten Ibaka and Tucker at the beginning of the year. I just feel like they didn't have enough time to integrate them. Yeah, it's and, always hard after yeah. the trade. Or Tucker was doing pretty line. good for the Suns. Yeah. Oh, the Suns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty standard, but best player available. Yeah. But luck- they're one of the few teams that actually needs a big. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're one of the few things that actually need a big, so they're actually in prime position to get somebody. At that point in the right. draft, I have them penciled in with Ivan Rad, but it, basically any four will do. Anyone have anything else to add about Toronto? I mean, I don't care about Toronto. They can go and <laughs> kick rocks for all I care. <laughs> no, no, no I really, I mean that that series left a bad taste in my mouth with Toronto. Yeah, I so. hope they, I hope they fail forever. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Utah, they about to lose Gordon Hayward. They are, yeah. Which means they're going to lose George Hill too. Yep, because he said he's doing whatever Gordon does, pretty much. Did he say he's, that? He said based off of what Gordon Hayward does is, is his decision. He'll make. Yeah. First okay, you made it Jones. sound like he was going to follow Hayward. <laughs> no, not follow. <laughs> like he was James like if he Jones. Leaves, he's like, not staying. <laughs> where LeBron go, I go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because what's the point of coming back to Utah if they lose their best player? I mean, valid. So Gordon Hayward. 
I'm hearing Boston, Miami. Mm-hmm. Which team do you think he would fit better on? I think Boston is a, is a perfect fit for him. Um, that would be a, a definitely good look for Boston. Um, get another scorer out there, get someone that can, you know, uh, can move around and, and can actually drive and shoot. Um, yeah, I think Boston would actually be the, the best fit for him right now. I would agree with that. And also, I mean, we're not talking about Boston, but I heard Blake Griffin is also mm-hmm. thinking about Boston. So if you had to pick between Blake Griffin or Gordon Hayward as the GM of the Celtics, who would you go with? Gordon Haywood. Yeah. Gordon? I feel like <laughs> Blake, it depends, really. On it, the rest it, of right, the like, team structure. Because they have so many options that they can do. Like, it just depends on what else you can get and then, you know, go with which guy fits better. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they need another big, but I don't know if Blake Griffin type is ne- necessarily the type, type of big of, that yeah. they need. Um, like they they really sucked at rebounding, so they need a rebounding big. Yeah. I mean, Blake's a decent rebounder, but yeah, he's, not, he's not an awesome one. No, right? he's not some. He's. I don't think he was shift the scale for their rebounding totals. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry for doing that to y'all Utah fans, but y'all just gotta accept the fact that y'all probably not getting y'all best player back. I'm, <laughs> I, I, if we're saying like, where is his best fit? Like, he should go back to Utah. I mean, if we're being real, like that yeah. built, team was basically built, built around, around him, him. So and his skill set, right? But I, I don't think he's gonna. Apparently, his wife like posted an Instagram with his daughter wearing a green shirt that said like with a, a clover on the back <laughs> oh really yeah uh, mm-hmm. i forgot what it said would it be lucky or something it was it was something Celtic-y. celtic related but wasn't like the boston Celtics. right um if utah so. loses hayward they just i mean they fall they fall out like they're not a playoff team anymore i don't think no not at all well, they still got go bear they so. do and once again he is also fine and he can ball. All right, you've been on this. <laughs> <laughs> he fine, all show. I represent for the women who watch sports, okay? We are out here, and yeah. we appreciate the sport, and we appreciate looking at the men who do them. But the one okay. thing I'm realizing, there isn't really a through line through any of them. Like, all the dudes, like, look completely different. Hey, mm. I'm an equal opportunity. Oh, I, God. I don't <laughs> <laughs> discriminate. I don't. If you're fine, you're fine. Anyways. <laughs> I would uh, agree. Thank you, Tim. So, <laughs> so we are, we already talked about uh, the magic, but um, I did want to add one thing. So, like, I said that, you know, uh, John Hammond's profile is long, upside, kind of mysterious. I didn't think about it, but Frank Nilekina will probably be, like, their type of player. If For their first re- pick? Yeah, like, if they're ready to move on from Alfred Payton. Because he likes anyway. the, the foreign mystery picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one guy that does kind of profile for that at this pick is Jonah Bowling, who like has I've been doing deep dives on recently because he's like six ten, I think, seven three wingspan. He went to UCLA originally, but he played overseas last year. Like he left school and played it in Serbia or something. Um, but he pro- profiles as like a shooter, a stretch four, rebounder, defender. Like he actually he, I would, I would tell you to like go out and look at him. Like he's really interesting, especially. Um, like this late in the draft, like he's kind of a home run swing. So, hmm. I mean, I actually I, like him for the Bucks. Like we didn't discuss him, but like but <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, right. I guess when you get this late into the draft, because now we're at what pick twenty five. Mm-hmm. Anything that you get now is kind of like okay, well, it's found money. Let's just go yeah. off of potential, yeah. strictly potential. But that's how Malcolm Brogdon wound up at thirty five or thirty six or whatever 36. he got drafted last year. <laughs> you know, true. Um, there are like a lot of seniors this year who I think will get elevated because of Malcolm and Draymond and like those type of picks in the second round being four year guys. Like they're the guys that you take a shot on. Like 
near the bottom because they're the ones that can step in and play right away, especially for, like, most of these teams at the bottom are going to – well, not this year because everybody trade their pick. But usually the people at the bottom of the first round are teams that are competing, so they need a guy. If they're going to draft somebody, right, they need somebody that can yeah. step in. And then after that, you got Portland, Brooklyn, L.A. We've talked about all these teams already. Best player available at that point. Uh, San Antonio. Any thoughts on what San Antonio should do this offseason? They'll just draft a foreign guy. Yeah, they'll, they'll draft, <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs draft and stash all the time. So they'll draft some foreign dude who's not ready to play for the next two to three years and bring him in when somebody's getting leaving or retiring or they need a free agent. And then we talked about that too, the idea of Chris Paul going to mm-hmm. San Antonio. I don't like it. I still don't like it. I thought you liked you're it saying No, I didn't like it. At all. Like I said, that's my favorite player. But it makes sense is what I said. I never said I liked it. Mm. (laughs) Would you move on from LaMarcus Aldridge? Like, do you think that signing worked out for them, Kendrick? I don't think that signing – I don't – I think it's time for them to move on. Uh, To me, I don't feel like it worked out the way how they expected it to work out. Um, Given he's still, you know, a legit player – but he's not, like, as dominant as he was when he was in Portland, like, at all. Like, he really doesn't even, like, go strong to the basket anymore. Everything he does is fadeaways where he does, like, mid-range jumpers now. So he's not, you know, as dominant as he was when he was in Portland. So I think they definitely need to go ahead and move around. Is that him or, or the system? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, like, I – Apparently, like the Spurs fans are not a fan of, of Aldridge, Aldridge, but I, I wonder, if, right? I wonder, but I wonder if some of that is because he's basically the guy that replaced Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Could I mean, yeah, maybe they were maybe the expectations were too right. high for him because they were expecting him to come in and just all right to be Dunk, what he yeah, was, to be, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you take over for Duncan, like Duncan has never been, you know, mm-hmm. like he's not they're not missing him at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about. <laughs> San Antonio. I mean, sorry. I mean, they're going to be good again. They got one of the best players in the league. Yeah, the best coach. The best coach. The system works. Mm -hmm. They're going to find somebody in the draft who probably falls or is foreign, and then you're going to be sitting there like, how the heck did we let the (laughs) players? And then Utah again. But One last San Antonio thing. Like, do you think this is the last we're going to see of uh, Tony Parker and Manu? Yes. Yes. I think the big three is they've been limping for the last two seasons, and they should have been dead. But you know, Tony's been hurt for a while, mm-hmm. and he really shouldn't have came back last year. Manu stepped it up in the playoffs, but he was really a ghost all season. So, I mean, no, that 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 big three is is done. They had a good run. Don't get me wrong, they had a damn good run, but. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a time for everything, and yeah, their time is done. up. Um, yeah, great seasons, great careers. I, I can see Tony Parker coming back, but he won't be effective, in my opinion. Um, the last, I guess, draft-related thing is a rumor that came out yesterday. Um, apparently, Boston and Philadelphia are in discussions about swapping one and three. Um yeah, because. Fultz is even working out in uh, yep, he, Philly. Uh, like mm-hmm. right now, I think, actually. Um, so I, it looks like that's where we're heading. Um, does that change your opinions about what Philly or Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, Boston will do this summer? Not really. I think it's a move that just works for them. I did, uh, you had sent it out about the idea that uh, Boston will use the extra draft pick to try to package to get Jimmy Butler or something like that. Mm-hmm. If they can swing for something like that and get Butler, 
And they still have room for a max contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they could sign Hayward or, or Griffin. Then I mean, because yeah, if they get Butler, I would assume that they're going to go after Griffin. Yeah. So I mean, Celtics. No matter which way it goes for them, they're just set up nice. Yeah. And that's a, a ode to the GM that is excellent. <laughs> really, it's an ode to the GM of the Nets. <laughs> for screwing real. The, right. Screwing for, yeah. I mean, I guess he had enough trust in it to, to yeah. actually. No, no, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not downgrading uh, Danny. Danny Ainge, but I'm just saying, like, he took advantage actually, of Actually, now I think about it, Danny pulled off some great trades over the last couple of years. He, he assembled that Boston Celtics team that won uh, yeah. you know, the championship no, I mean, and then I'm, turned around and fleeced. Right. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not knocking. I'm just saying like that was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yeah. and he took advantage of it. So power to him. All right. This week, well, actually tomorrow on Father's Day, WWE is rolling out the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. It is a SmackDown show, so it's going to be cracking. Uh, in my opinion, I, I actually have very high expectations for this pay-per-view. Um, you're going to have two Money in the Bank matches, one with women. It'll be the first ever with women. Uh, then you'll also have the traditional men Money in the Bank. So the match cards, you got the Usos against the New Day for the tag. The tech. Usos. Really threw me <laughs> off with that. Uh, Usos versus the New Day for the tag team championships. Naomi versus Lana for the women's championship. The women's Money in the Bank ladder match with Becky Lynch, Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, and Tamina. The men's Money in the Bank match uh, with AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Shinsuke Nakamura. That is a lot of people in one ladder match. And then you have Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton for the title. I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, I mean, are you guys excited for the pay-per-view tomorrow? Are you interested in seeing it? I am, actually. Like like you said, SmackDown is the... SmackDown is the cracking show. Crack man, SmackDown be putting on some matches. They have excellent stories. Sometimes they have the surprises. They have pretty much everything that you expect from WWE. I'm gonna throw the mic to the casual fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I've been I've been I have been looking looking at the card. I'm actually looking forward to um, the Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton. Really? Really? Yeah. I'm actually because I, I I'm I was I'm I've been a Randy Orton fan like <laughs> RKO is like one of the best finishers <laughs> for me, Diamond so I'm looking Cutter. forward to that. Right, um, what's it, so then Diamond Cutter's number two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey DDP was that dude, man. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, also looking forward to um. What are you showing? <laughs> oh no, you're showing me the the match card. Okay, so I got a question. All right, so with the with the tag championship, it's um. The new day, so it's 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 two on three. No, the you the new day they no, they, they two pick people. Two. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I thought it was three, three dudes. Of, okay, yeah, okay. It's only two that wrestle. Okay, cool. And the other right. one be out there hyping them up. Oh, okay. But like they, that's what they I was inter- confused about. Interchangeable. So like sometimes they'll go with Kofi and mm-hmm. Xavier. Sometimes they go Kofi Biggie. Sometimes okay. It's kind of like they, Freebird rules. You can kind of tell who might win though. Mm-hmm. Typically, when Xavier's in, they lose. Oh okay. That used to be the case, but I don't think so. Yeah, that's not happened recently. Yeah, that was just one of the things I was I was confused so I about. You, but I think though. AJ Styles go ahead. And oh, have you ever the seen the Money in the Bank? Like, do you know that concept? Does that mean anything? To that you? yeah, I've seen. I've, I, I think I, I literally seen like the very first one. I okay. think that happened. Yeah. yeah, I think I saw the very first one. So the concept is actually is really cool. And then seeing the women do it, that's going to be pretty I'm interesting. To yeah, that that's going to be pretty interesting because that's a brutal match, dude. Yeah, like, like it's they, a lot of big bumps. In yeah, those exactly. Matches. Like they, they, you know, they their bodies take a toll during that match. So that'd be pretty cool to see the women go ahead and put on the show, and hopefully they still come out, you know, fine as well <laughs> and everything. Nobody too, 
you know, too banged up or too messed up at all. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Shinsuke Nakamura in the Money in the Bank match. He's just going to be kicking people and doing whatever he can. Um, I actually got him winning it, the Money in the Bank match for the men. Hmm. But yeah, that just could be me being a fan and not actually thinking I'm a logical wrestling. I, I, honestly, I have no idea. Like, I feel like it's it, it's an open field. It is. I mean, SmackDown Baron Corbin is probably like nobody wants him to win, so he's probably going to be the one to win. I'm going with Sammy. Oh. Sammy Zayn. I'm a big fan of Sammy Zayn. I mean, I wasn't picking him. I was just saying like that would be what would happen because nobody wants him to win, and I, they seem to like him. I don't like Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like dude. Like, you know, like, if I don't... seen dude, I'll like switch you in the piss off. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, he irritates myself. So, uh, I don't blame you. Like I like the brand split for like a lot of reasons, but the uh, worst part so far to me is that it kind of waters down money in the bank. Like this used to be like the fourth pay per view that I look forward to. Yeah, and I was like, you only get have like half the roster, and like you can't really. I mean, I guess you can't really pick out, like, oh, who's the favorite? Like, usually it was like, oh, this guy is going to be, like, the next guy. But, like, now it's just, it just seems kind of watered down. I, I think guess. that's why I'm looking forward to it more this year. I mean, in any other year, you would get one Money in the Bank match since everybody was going for the championship. Um, and this year we got two. Uh, I just think that the people who they have in the match this year are going to put on a good show. And yeah. I like the fact that we don't really know who the guy is going to be. I guess not necessarily the match itself, but just the card. Like usually, like they were really low with that card, uh, yeah. like with a lot of a lot of matches, like marquee matchups. Yeah, right. I've noticed this card in the last one. They're shorter cards. It seems like mm-hmm. they're giving the wrestlers actually more time to actually wrestle. So I'm trying to see how I feel about this new switch, but yeah, because only six matches. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was just like, you know, like why is it only six and, matches? But then <laughs> you got two the money in a yeah. But then you got two money in the bank, so those matches can take a while. Yeah, take a while anyway. So. But I think they learned that lesson from the one that they had in Milwaukee. Like, when it was like oh, when they put all those matches. On yeah, it, it was yeah. just like uh, it's too much. It's boring. Also, <laughs> also in WWE news, <laughs> Bra- oh my god, there is a wrestler Bray Wyatt. A couple episodes ago, Ken was asking to make sure he had the right guy. If you mm-hmm. want to take a second right now to Google Bray Wyatt, <laughs> please do. Um, he is a husky gentleman husky, husky ears with a with a unkempt beard uh yarn dreadlocks yes he has yard dreadlocks and he is what i would call unattractive uh he was married to i believe his college sweetheart they've been married for about five years now and she is filing for divorce uh claiming that he had an affair with jojo who is a wwe ring announcer definitely google JoJo. Now, google- listen <laughs> don't even you you can go to her instagram they Jesus don't know what Christ. it is google jojo wwe and you will see exactly what you need are you googling that right now i am Cam? googling right now <laughs> Dude, her name is on Dude, ins- are you, are you instagram google, google, google jojo on instagram it's j-o-s-e-a-n-n underscore wait underscore alexi a-l-e-x-i-e bro the baddest how the baddest how was that the where she I could get her if he got her. No, Come on, you, no. you're looking at Google. You Discla- go to her Instagram. I have a disclaimer. I do not condone cheating, <laughs> but respect. <laughs> like, bro, you looking at Google? Dude, how he I'm saying all. go to Instagram. <laughs> brothers, I'm, listen, I'm go to Instagram. Not, if you ain't got an Instagram I'm, page, I'm they still right let you now. go to it. I'm on it. JoJo is Jesus probably Christ. the baddest chick in WWE easily to me, hands oh. down, no questions asked. 
oh, but when I say a player on the NBA is fine, and the undertone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, this is like, is she a ring announcer? She's yeah. a, she took over for, for what, what show? <laughs> no, Raw. She's Raw. on Raw. So I'm watching Raw. <laughs> <laughs> JoJo. Now, I've had a thing. So you talking about, on the first episode, you talking about my wife and Randy Orton and whatever. And really, it's Roman Reigns. But JoJo and Nikki Bella have been my two forever. I don't know how Bray Wyatt pulled JoJo. Like Eric said, we, <laughs> congratulations, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Cheating is not good. No. I want to make that perfectly clear. What, what's his wife's name? I want to see how she looks. But, I mean, we just had to throw it out. It's just, it just blew my mind that Bray Wyatt pulled JoJo somehow behind the scenes. So. That's crazy. And they showed up at this past Raw together. Together. So, that's happening. Um, little scuttlebutt with WWE is that it's a possible angle that Kurt Angle will be fighting Triple H upcoming. SummerSlam, right? And yes, and the idea dope. of that scares the crap out of me because looking at Kurt Angle as the GM, he he can't even move his neck. I mean, he just be out. He looks bad, like old and injured. And I guess my husband was saying, if anybody would be fighting Kurt Angle, you would want Triple H as somebody yeah. who you can trust in the ring. Exactly. That's not gonna go overboard. Right. But I'm still very. Kurt Angle was my. If I had a list of my top five favorite wrestlers, Kurt Angle's on it. Okay. And Spoiler alert. <laughs> In case we have oh, a top in case five. we have it, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle will definitely be on my top five favorite wrestlers um, of all time, and I do not want to see, <laughs> I do not want to see him in the ring hurt or see him in the ring not looking like Kurt Angle. Yeah. So that's my only thing with that. That'd be a dope match. Though. It would be, yeah. especially for the casual fans like me that miss the old days when like the nostalgia. Know, yeah, like the DX Triple H and mm-hmm. like when Kurt Angle was out here just Olympic slamming everybody and shit. But, and what's like Stephanie? him and Kane when wasn't him and Kane partners or some shit back in the day? Kane. You know, my favorite Kurt Angle stuff, the stuff he did with Stone Cold. Oh, really? okay. When yeah. he had the got milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, that too. But I mean, the like man, when he was the manager and hit the little the hat. little cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. Like when they were like both like vying to kiss Vince McMahon's ass. Like <laughs> Kurt Angle is just dudes like a he's, he's a legend. Exactly. Yeah. Like he, he's he's the man. Can can we talk about like how underwhelming he's been since he got back there? Like he like flubs over his lines. He stutters like, a lot. Right. He looks like he's like trying he's to old. read the card. <laughs> He's old. I mean, not that old, though. Like, he's, I'm like, just, in his I'm 40s. Just, I mean, when you've had the alcohol and drug addiction problems yeah. that he's had, it his, really weighs on His tan on is creepy. I mean, it's the double E. He looks like wax. Okay, I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to... But I still love Kurt at the end of the day. Still love him. But I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like, wrestling might be the thing to save him. Like, if he can still do that, like, then it's like, okay, well... I mean, he wasn't putting on bad shows in TNA. If you say so. So, question, what would be the purpose of them fighting, though? Well, there's this storyline going on now where uh, one of the ring or one of the commentators keeps getting these messages, and he goes to show Kurt like mm-hmm. somebody's like blackmailing him, oh, or okay. saying something negative about him. Mm-hmm. And any wrestling fan would probably guess that it's Triple H behind it, which oh, would okay. be the reason for them to. Don't fight. you mess up? I'm fire you. Triple H. So, Triple H has actually become a the better game. character after he like retired. But um, yeah, Tim is still looking at Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed right now. And I repeat, I make one comment about somebody being fine in the undertone, but Tim getting over here hollering and hooping, <laughs> causing all the levels to spike. Mind you, you didn't say like four dudes is fine in this podcast. So I just in said a one. sentence, but you spent like four minutes. I ain't said nothing else. We're y'all, just admiring. Y'all heard the tape. Beautiful young y'all can lady. go back and look. Listen, who was more excited? Who spent more time talking about it? Um. Anyways, let's get into the the top five of the week. We're already at about hour fifteen into it. Um, last week's 
Tech Top 5, we went with the top five wrestling theme songs. And Ken's list got a lot of love, actually. I was like, whoa. Shout out to everybody. Thank you. They only liked your list because it was heavy on nostalgia. But I will exactly. say, Eric, you were right about Stardust theme. Stardust theme is actually really cold. Why, thank you. I'd listened to that and was like, this is amazing. So I'm going to just read a couple that we got. Um, e. Rich agreed with you with the Sasha Banks thing, too, by the way. Shout out to E. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anthony Atkins, shout out to you. Tell he didn't me. give us an order though, so he just mm, threw a bunch of songs out there. <laughs> so I'm gonna just pick the five I like the most out of his list. <laughs> uh, Ministry of Darkness, Taker. That was that was a good one. That's Undertaker's yeah. best thing. Yeah, like, definitely. Hands down. He had Booker T. Okay. Which kind of surprised me a little bit. <laughs> I can't <Sucka>. dig it. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, Randy Orton, but didn't say which Randy Orton theme song because he's at like four or five. Uh, the Rock. And DX, he also had Finn Balor. He just had, I mean, he even had more than five. Tony, come on, follow me. Yeah, the when I seen Tony, listen, Tony, bro, uh, when I seen yours, bro, I was just like, dude, you didn't, you didn't put him in an order. You gave like eight <laughs> songs. Uh, you just did not do none of what you were supposed to do. But, but we appreciate you. Shout out, Tony. But, but he ain't, he exactly. Listen, so. We appreciate you. We really do. Okay, uh, Big Drew, my boy Andrew. Uh, he had five Undertaker. They keep rolling. He had the American Badass Taker theme song. Again, I'd say that real songs shouldn't count, but go ahead. But it's, the theme, it's their theme <laughs> It song. was his theme song. Right, that's like pers- cult of personality. Kurt, cult of personality is CM's punk theme song. Like, it counts. It was Stone Cold's at one point, too, wasn't it? No. No. Come on, Tim. <laughs> like, before the glass shattering, I thought he had cult of personality at one point. No. no I'm going to Google it. I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about this. On t- I'm going to find this on Twitter, and you I'm, I'm going to put like it up there. Like, you were wrong about Lil Terry. You're about to be wrong <laughs> about this. <laughs> Hashtag Tim Stat. <laughs> Uh, he had Randy Orton, the burning my light thing. He had Chris Jericho, which I forgot about. Uh, he had DX, and then he had Rated RKO, which was the Edge and Randy Orton combination theme song. Uh-uh. Uh, he said, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You're not <laughs> a fan of that? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> J.J. Henderson had uh, Edge, the one that's on the day I see clearly. The one he had when he was really big, the Rated R superstar. The Rated R. Uh, DX. John Cena, Word Life, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Chris Benoit. So, this week, what we're going to do, normally it's the hashtag is Tech Top 5, but because this week we're actually going to do the five worst. So, this hashtag for the week is Tech File 5, because these suck. <laughs> and what we're going to do is NFL uniforms. Tim is actually still con- con- doing <laughs> his list done. right now. Tim's done with his Why list. are you writing with my pen? Cause I can, oh. I can, I can doodle. That ain't no okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. What's your your top? So just to reiterate, what we have at number one is what we feel is the worst NFL uniform. Yeah, and it's current uniform. Right. Current uniforms. Yeah. Yep, that they wear. Uniforms. Uniforms. Okay. All right, Medea. So Turn around and wrench it off. <laughs> <laughs> wrench it off. Um, number five, I have the Chicago Bears jerseys. Ain't that about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do not care for the blue and the orange. Don't really care for it. Once again, the um, colors work on the color wheel. Minnesota's like number four. Ooh. So you like just the Vikings the jerseys. Just hate the whole oh, no, 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 no. Um, number three, I have the Rams jerseys. Okay. Don't like Los Angeles now. Um, number two, I really hate them Jailbird Steelers jerseys when they be playing wearing the pinstripes and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, yeah, they look bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And number one, I don't care for none of the brown jerseys. <laughs> Home, away, alternative, color rush, don't care for none of the Dang. brown jerseys. <laughs> it's brown and orange. <laughs> it's mean, nasty. You're right. I mean, you're <laughs> it's right. disgusting. Okay. Halloween colors. <laughs> all right, man. All right. He all right, so my number five, actually, like I had my four and those are set and I was just like, who else do I hate? So I went with one that was kind of boring to me, which is the Titans. Like it just, it doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Uh, number four, I'm probably going to get some backlash, but it is the Green Bay Packers. Do not care for their, like I get, you know, the, the history and all that stuff. But like if they, if they debuted that color scheme and those uniforms today, be like, mm, those are trash. So <laughs> three is... The Buccaneers. Yeah. I hate their numbers. Like, the the rest of the uniform is okay, but the uniform, I mean, the numbers just look like digits on a calculator. Yeah. Uh, two is the wish, the Washington professional football team. Oh, <laughs> the Washington, oh, okay. Politically I, I, I correct. Got you, I got you, I got you. I'm with him I, on that. I mean, the logo is oh, terrible and offensive. <laughs> um, and then burgundy and yellow <laughs> is just, it's not it. <laughs> So, uh, and number one, I think, will be a common theme, but the Browns. Okay. All right. Yeah, that, that's awful. They look like poop. They do. <laughs> they are poop. Okay. Brown. So, <laughs> I have an honorable mention. I do not like the Vikings helmet because it does not match the jersey. It doesn't. And yeah, it really no, no. bothers me when I see Actually, it. Actually, I like the helmet, like the mat and all yeah, that. Yeah, I wish it. it would match. Right. Just make it match, Minnesota. I know y'all hate us for whatever reason. I'm, we don't care about y'all, but make your helmet match your jersey. <laughs> Inferiority complex. Right. Okay. Uh, number five, I have the Jacks, their color rush uniform. It I was, thought they was dope. They looked like old mustard. <laughs> Oh, the, yeah, the, 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 the gold. Brown, they were terrible. Were I, I liked them. And that was the thing. Like, when I first thought, I was like, man, I hate the Jags uniform. And I went and looked at them. Okay, that's not that bad. But the, I was like, the, the Jags uniform is cold. That's y'all opinion because they're on my list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number four, I have the 49ers, their new black jerseys. I do not think the 49ers needed to try to do the this black whole modern thing. The black uh, dark red and gold does not look good to me the way they did it. I don't like it. Just wear your normal uniforms. Um, then I have the Steelers Bumblebee uh, throwback. Those are terrible. Number two, I have the Buccaneers, like Eric said. They just look god-awful. And then number one, I'm going with the Browns. <laughs> I had the Jaguars on there for a while, but then I was like, no, nah, the color rush was just so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate the Jaguars helmet. Yeah. That that have yeah, that's, that's stupid. That's terrible. I, they're my favorite jerseys in the NFL. By Tim. <laughs> Seriously, the, the especially the black jerseys. Yeah, the Jaguars jerseys. The black jerseys. The I black can, jerseys I can, are I can dope. Do that was my favorite jerseys in By the league. By Tim, go Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go, go Ken. All right, all right. So number five, I have the LA Rams. Um, number four, I have the Cleveland Browns. Number three, I have the Jets. Um, the Jets, number, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not a too yeah. bland. It's, it's plain. Yeah, it's just super it's really plain. plain. Like kind of what Eric said with um, Tennessee. with Tennessee. Yeah, it's kind of kind of bland to me. No, yeah. not at all. Um, number two, the Bills. What? Yeah, I know. I don't <laughs> like. I don't really like their jerseys. The color, I don't. Oh, I guess I don't like the jerseys. And uh, number one is um, the Packers. <laughs> of course, of the course, Packers jerseys are trash. Here, here's a scenario for you guys. So you guys know waste management colors are green and gold. <laughs> waste management is a garbage company. Thus, the Green Bay Packers colors. Any chance you get it. Any chance. I mean, that's. Co I'll let you get whatever shots off you want to get. As long as they're credible because, no, I mean, he's no, a Bears no. fan. Let me finish. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Let if me. I was a Bears fan, I would take shots at the team that beats me all the time, too. I mean, what else can you do except for talk? I mean, they just drafted Mitch 
Trubisky, so number two. So I mean, um, yeah. Up. So I think we're gonna wrap up today. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just traded the house. <laughs> <laughs> Take us home, Tim. Start the start the send off. Um. Okay. Well, appreciate you guys listening to us this week. <laughs> you know, my uh my social media handle. Maybe since, I shouldn't since, let Tim since, lead since, it. Since he wanted to throw it off there, my social media handle is uh, T I M K I N Z the number three on Instagram. And Twitter. He had to think about it. I had to think about it because I was about to say Snapchat, but I don't think it's Timkins 3. Which is what you said last week. You definitely said last week because I asked you I don't know. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I misremembered. (laughs) I misremembered. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm just going to let that one breathe a little bit. Yeah, just. Let it marinate. Yeah. So uh, double underscore Eric J on all your social media. Uh, I am... Camille, you can find me at, at Camille Monet. Monet is spelled M-O-N-A-E, because I'm fancy. Um, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of the above. Um, Twitter, kharris216. Um, Instagram, kharris underscore D-A underscore, um, underscore gentleman. <laughs> Get it out there. Um, kharris216, two on Snapchat. If you want to see my snaps, you know I'll be out here. It's kind of boring, not going to lie. But, um, you know, I just be out here. So hit me up. Like I said, I do follow back on every um, social media as well. Just to clarify oh. things so I won't do it next week, it is T-I-M-K-I-N-Z-3 Your on Snapchat. Snapchat as well. Okay. We should probably shout out the uh, the show social media. Yeah, definitely. You can find uh, all of our social media for the show in the description uh, of the podcast. Uh, follow us. We interact with fans all the time, listeners. Uh, if you listen to the show and you like the show, what I would like for you to do is review us on iTunes. Uh, review us anywhere you can. And make sure your friend, get the podcast and put the show in your friend's inbox and be like, listen to this. Let's let's do this out here. Um, yeah, anything else anybody want to say before we take Oh, off? yeah, shout out everyone that um, interacted during the last game of the finals. On Twitter. Good reminder. He put us in Twitter jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we literally, (laughs) I had it cracking so hard we was in Twitter jail for a little bit, but, you know, shout out to everybody. Yeah, and then also uh, we'll probably be moving our recording dates uh, to Wednesdays, so next episode will come pretty quick um, after this one. Uh, And then we will be live tweeting the NBA draft as well. I think we're going to watch that together if that's still the plan. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool, yeah. So it's on wax. It's going to happen. So... That's your thing now, on wax. On wax. On wax. This is official record. What like, does you can that go mean? back and listen. That means it's recorded. It's on wax. Oh, that's right. Hey, oh, Jesus. The two Christ. and two together. The two plus two. <laughs> Twenty-two. <laughs> duh. Shit. I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> I am out of here. This is Camille, the point guard of the crew. See y'all next week or in a couple of days. Whatever. <laughs> Tim, just whatever. I'm out of here. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs>